I Can't Book This, episode 19. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Starting off again this week with Monday Night Raw. I ain't really watched this shit, to be honest with you. Like, I, the only reason I'm going to speak on the things I'm speaking on this week is, clo- you know, only because it's it was something big. Given the shit that happened at Crown Jewel and with Brock being crowned champion again, everyone's pretty much said what the fuck I feel. So I'm not going to, you know, di- you know, just be beating a dead ass horse. So I'm just going to get that out there for the reasoning why we're not covering Raw so much this this week. But uh, one thing we got to talk about, though, is our boys AOP. Got the motherfucking straps. Tag team champions on Monday Night Raw, though. Like, that's one big plus I take away from Raw. Like, I'm kind of salty I didn't pay attention and watch that because, fuck, if I would have knew that, yeah, I would have definitely made sure to tune in to watch that. So, I mean, like, how do you feel? Like, we've been talking about this shit, you know, about them not being used right, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I mean, the circumstances, but, I mean, I guess it was kind of forced in a sense. But, like, how do you feel? Uh, yeah, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love that they have the belts, and it's good for them. They deserve it. They're the most dominant tag team champion. They're da- da- blah, blah most dominant tag team on raw. Yeah. But obviously with, with having to force the Ambrose turn because of, uh, Roman, this happened. It's just a trickle Mm -hmm. down effect. Yeah. Um, I I was really upset at the match. Obviously it was just Seth against those two. So there was no way. And Seth started off really strong. I was really happy for it. I was like, yeah, he might not lose the straps tonight. We might be able to mend the relationship, but no, that was, shit was done. Um, it just sucks that they couldn't have like a dominant run to get the belts. That's the only thing I'm upset with and the way the match went down. I'd rather them be built up and then then, you know, get their, you know, get their shine. It just felt like it was forced and it was like, all right, they got the belt, so I'm happy about it, but now I'm kind of excited to see where they go with AOP from here. Let's hopefully yeah, I not wanna, Yeah, I want to know who their fr- first feud's going to exactly. be, you know, like shit. And 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 I hope that, you know, they're just not just a filler until they can get another tag team in because that would just really suck. Like how the B team were just another transitional period. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just going to hold this shit down for a couple weeks until we figure out what the hell we're doing. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I don't know, man. I really hope they do give them a strong push. I mean, as far as the Seth and Dean shit goes, like, yeah, like you just mentioned, because of the Roman situation, this is why the shit's happening. And I feel like, I guess if you were going to have to pull the trigger, I mean, who else were you going to put the belts on, you know? Even though there is the revival still, and I still feel like they need their moment and should have got to be tag champions before AOP, if I'm going to be honest about it. I love AOP, but revival's been putting in work, man. They're basically being fucking regulated. It's a main So it's just kind of like, yeah, it would have been nice for them to get their moment. If And if you guys want to do some transitional shit, you know, just have them hold it down for a little bit. Okay, at least they'll have that, hey, we were raw tag champs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good for the guys, though. You know, I mean, I'm still not a fan of the whole Drake Maverick shit. Like, it's still, I just don't understand it. Yeah. It but to make, make them sense. look more massive, like, no, they're fine by themselves. They don't need Drake there to look more intimidating. He's a puny dude. Like, there's no reason. Like, I mean, anybody that knows wrestling knows. So you're not pulling off no smoke and mirrors, camera angles and shit that's making it look any better to me, at least. Yeah, but, we need uh, Paul back. <laughs> right, man. What the fuck? But, uh. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I really got to say about that, man. I mean, to me, like I said, that was the one positive thing that came out of Monday Night Raw for me. And uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about is not so much a match, but just recently as at the time of this recording, this is just a current rumor that's going on, is that supposedly Braun Strowman's push on Monday Night Raw is being basically haltered by himself, by himself. Uh, 
he's basically like supposedly they're accusing him of like leaving early, showing up late, things like that, you know, like um, and then just and they quoted it as his backstage etiquette. So it's like I don't know this man personally, but just, you know, just the way he seems like in, you know, the off interviews and shit like that, he seems like a pretty, you know, he got like he got a good head on his shoulders. Like he need understands where he's at. Why would he try to jeopardize this situation? I feel like I just want to call bullshit. Like they're just, no, that's what the crowd wants. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. You know, but then again, like, I don't know. I'm not there. So, you know, I mean, who knows how he truly is, but like, how do you think that's good enough? Like, cause my whole question is, who cares if he shows up a little late unless he's the first segment? And who cares if he leaves a little early unless he's the last segment? Hmm. When your fucking universal champion doesn't even show up for months. <laughs> so what is, so what is, how do you feel about that? Do you think that would be a, a, the right way to reprimand him if that's the real situation? Uh, I see, see, I don't know. It just, I'm calling bullshit too. He doesn't seem like that type of person on on the shit that I've seen on you know on the internet of him not even being a character. Yeah. Um, it looks like this motherfucker's always working out, always you know keeping busy, always doing like charity shit. Yeah, proud to be the WWE superstar that yeah. he is. Like he ta- he seems like he takes it serious. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it's happening, you know, yeah, it's happening. But I don't believe that shit because Bret Hart was barely fucking ever there on time and that man was getting WWE titles, so I call bullshit. <laughs> Especially with somebody being over as Braun is. No, you guys are just trying to make up excuses because you want your fucking champ to be a UFC guy. That's all I'm, That's all I hear from there. Like, I just don't get it. There's been uh, examples of the past of people that show up, show up late and leave early and they still had major pushes, so I, I'm going to call bullshit, but that's just me, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't really want to bite on that one, man, because I'm just like, I just don't see that. You don't want to go with the obvious. But then supposedly Drew McIntyre, he's been rumored to be having a push lined up, but now the Roman shit obviously pushed that also forward. So the word is supposedly he's going to be the one to beat Brock, that it's not Braun, because every time they get right ready to start building the Raw brand around him, he does some shit, I guess, and they stop it. So that's why his push supposedly has been so stop and go. Yeah. But now Drew is supposedly the pegged guy, and he's going to either supposedly win at Royal Rumble or at WrestleMania, supposedly. I mean, That's shit. I don't know if you saw the angle of McIntyre match. That shit was dope, dude. Like, Oh, McIntyre always puts on good matches, so, I mean, I'm never but, I'm never shocked to hear for, his, about him having a good one. But well, who did he have it with? Because, like I said, I didn't pay attention. It was, it was angle. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, okay, I remember reading some shit about yeah. that. Okay. Uh, but to me, the match was dope because McIntyre was basically mocking him the whole match. Like, I'm 100 times better than you are right now. <laughs> and it was just such, it was a dope way that they built McIntyre in that match. Like, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, okay, that's who the, uh, yeah, and I guess Kurt couldn't qualify for the Survivor Series. Well, he was supposed to be the captain. Or the captain, if, yeah. If he beat Baron, but Baron left because he was afraid of Braun, so. Yeah, okay. Nah, I mean. Drew, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but, I mean, it's just like I feel like Drew's not fully there yet with the crowd. Of course he has fans, but I don't feel like that's where he's at yet compared to Bron and the pop that Bron gets when he comes yeah. out on that stage. So that's why I feel like they just don't want to go with the obvious thing because WWE is going to be WWE. I just I just feel like it, either Bron or McIntyre, they both got the look. They both got the ring work, so I'm not mad at it. 
Yeah, either way, either way, as long as it ain't Brock, man, that shit really, like, annoyed me, dude. I was so close to just being, like, I'm kind of off Raw in general, but no, nah, there's other people that I'm still fucking with, and I gotta, you know, watch them and still support them. So, Especially I mean, with AOP. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just like, fuck, I really don't care about the Universal Championship, though. I will go on record to say that that shit means absolutely zero to me now, for real, for real. I've been saying that shit, but I really mean that shit now. <laughs> like, it I mean, it's it's a worthless piece of shit, dude. Like, what is it? Every other championship in the, the fucking UK tag belts that ain't even debuted yet are fucking more valuable to me than that belt. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, that shit means zero. Yeah. But I guess keeping it pushing, though, to uh, SmackDown Live had a nice little, even though the shit was taped, I stayed away from spoilers. Like, I made sure I watched the shit as it came on for us here in the Wait, States. Wait, SmackDown Live was yeah, taped? They, yeah, and Raw. And Raw was uh, taped because I guess they were over, over you know. Yeah, overseas. Oh, it makes sense, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, so it was taped for us and shit. But, I mean, uh, yeah, they had a nice little call-up. Or, I don't, I hope it's not a one-off. But, yeah, they brought Nikki Cross up as a open challenge for Nick or Becky. And uh, I thought that was just, in general, well overdue. But, I mean, I, it's about time. I thought that was good. Like, because Nikki's not really needed. I've been saying that. Nikki's really not needed in NXT anymore. So I figured that was a, a good look. What did you think about that match, though? The first time, because you know, obviously Becky, well, at least in WWE, I don't know if they've ever locked up on the indies and shit. But uh, what did you think about their first encounter? Uh, <clears throat> I like the little verbal spat they had before it started. And then for, for me, the match overall was pretty fucking good. I mean, uh, I felt like Nikki was definitely getting a lot of offense in, but, you know, they're not letting the champ lose, so it was kind of expected. But... Nikki definitely didn't look weak at all. She looked like, yeah, she's going to be here to stay on SmackDown. Um, but as far as this being a one-off, I'm thinking it is going to be a one-off because if I'm not mistaken on NXT this past week, uh, Candice was talking about having a match with her at TakeOver. Yeah, that kind of blew me a little bit. But but this is me just being, as a, as the fan aspect, I hope they like just let, let her pull double duty if, if possible. Shit, yeah. NXT is kind of taped anyway. She can go show up for War Games, and then after War Games, regardless of how it plays out, she's done. Yeah. Down now, close that NXT door and let her just keep flourishing on on uh, SmackDown. But to go back to the match, though, man, that match was I really liked it. Uh, and of course, you know, with the match with Rousey coming up, they can't let Becky lose. You yeah. know, so I already knew that she was gonna win. But yeah, Nikki, they let her look really strong, like she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with on SmackDown. And she's adding a whole. I mean, we're used to it on NXT, but she's gonna add a whole new ingredient for that women's division on SmackDown. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, I uh. I, w- I thought it was a good match. They uh definitely did their thing. Uh, Becky's Becky's just her promo work is to me is is getting. Is she, getting is she it one done. of the hottest people in WWE? Like I mean, like literally, no. like if not number one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like come on now, like she's not in no top five, like the like four, three, you know type shit. Like she's got to be one or two. Yeah, I don't well, really know who else if, is number one right now. If, she, if she's going back with Seth Rollins on Twitter, then yeah, she's <laughs> she's the man. So. <laughs> Man, shout out to her though, man. This shit, this little run is nice. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it. Uh, the next match I wanted to talk about on SmackDown was Andrade uh, versus Rey Mysterio. Man, that was kind of a match that once Rey got signed, I really didn't pay too much, you know, attention to like that as it being a possibility. But now seeing it, it's like Andrade's just fucking good, man. Then Rey still got it, so it's just like you mix their combination, that combination, and them knowing how to work. The style in the general, style, yeah. it's just man, like yeah, Ray might be a good thing coming back. Yeah, you know, you look at other people coming back, and it's just like why? 
fuck the nostalgia. Why are you here? We have a stacked roster, but maybe Ray is going to be okay. I mean, I don't really even know what they're doing with Andrade right now, man. It seems like he's just kind of at a, at a, at a, you know, like flutter situation where it's just like, eh, you should see a little something, but then nothing's really moving or happening. Hey. Uh, would you be down for a feud, like maybe a month or so, you know, maybe two feud, you know, or with Ray? Yeah. Since, just since nothing else is really going on, I mean, unless they're gonna force him into the uh, U.S. title picture, but like as of things standing right now, like since there's nothing going on, say for Survivor Series, would you be down for this shit to play out till then? Uh, maybe if the match off? had a stipulation or something, or okay. like a certain type of match. I mean, it was a good match for me. Don't get me wrong, but I was pissed that Andrade lost. Ray doesn't need the win. Yeah, and, and that was a perfect time for him just to, you know, he could have beat him up a little bit after the match. Just do a little bit of heelish shit. He still would have got a pop. It's not like it would have ruined his character at all. Like they could have did anything. I feel like they could have let Ray get the win, and then Andrade could just did a beat down afterwards to, to save face to make him still look like a badass. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Probably about a year and two years ago, I'd be like, no, right? Fuck Ray coming to the WWE, but yeah. <laughs> he's totally changed my mind about him and. A lot of wrestlers lately have been really changing my mind about him, so it's really nice to see. I know, man. Like, I really like when motherfuckers make me turn the corner on him. Like, you know what? Like, Rousey is one of them. Like, it's it's nice to be able to be like, you know what? I don't want to turn the channel when she comes on now. I mean, yeah, her, uh, like, I still agree with the promo shit. Yeah, no, her like, promo is, like, you know, I mean. That shit's cringeworthy. I don't care what nobody says. I, I, supposedly, I think Paul's helping her. Paul Heyman. I think supposedly he is the one that's, like, helping. Because, like, now... You know, like uh, how he's just been popping up. Like, yeah, it's because supposedly he's working a backstage capacity. Okay, makes sense. So that's why he's there at Raw every damn week. So supposedly that's why she's been kind of talking a little more now is because he's been trying to give her direction and shit. So you would think with Heyman, but I don't know. Like, so what? So what is exactly is your problem with her promos? Like, just so I can have clarification. Not that like I'm saying that it's great because it's not at all so i'm not trying to take that angle but is it the delivery is it the topics that she's talking about like what doesn't do it for you i guess the content of what she's saying does make sense i'm not trying to shit on that um when you come out and you have a fucking smile on your face and you're just so nice and then all of a sudden you're like a total complete bitch like you just turn it on and i guess that's part of her charm or whatever but i i don't believe anything she says um, with the whole, my talk, mom was waking me up. Yeah, breaking heart. your limbs. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just there was a, a lot of things she's saying. Going after Becky Lynch, I was like, uh, Becky Lynch has been in the business way longer than you, and she's definitely grinded way harder than you. I understand all your MMA shit, and that's cool. But like, this is no longer MMA, dude. Like, get over that. That's cool. That's in the past now. Now let's focus on actually wrestling. Yep. This and is it, a whole different, literally a whole different game. So your accolades are nice, but like now you got It doesn't just, really mean shit over here. You, just, you hit the restart button a little bit here. Like you have what six or seven matches? Like no, you're you're you don't have Killer Instinct yet. You don't. Hey, you haven't. You don't. She's the ranked, the number one ranked women's wrestler in the world. You respect her. Yeah, my ass. You respect that. <laughs> you know what, PWI, go fuck yourself for that one. <laughs> How dare you? That, I'm still pissed about that. But anyways, I digress. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't believe her. Kind of like the same thing with Shayna. Like, when you, when she talks, it's just, eh. Yeah, like, man. Like, I don't know. And trust me, it's not like I'm Mr. Know-it-all. Like, well, this is exactly, no, I'm not that guy. But, like, it's just, it's something missing, though. There is something missing when she talks. She Wrestling's needs, there. Mouthpiece, not there. She needs, she needs somebody to talk for her, and I've been saying that since she's gotten here. Like, I mean, when you look at indies and shit and just other promotions, like, managers are a big part of of certain people that are popping. You know what I mean? So it's like, WWE, you might want to really start not using 205 guys, maybe bringing in people from the fucking indies. 
or if not just people that you have in development because everyone's not going to fucking make it. No. Everyone's not going to make it. You guys know that damn well. So some people are just going to have to get regulated to some other shit. So, I mean, some everybody can't talk. Everybody can't wrestle. Mix the two together. Let's see what we get. <laughs> shit. Might be something nice. You never know. But uh, moving on to 205 Live, it was announced that uh, at Survivor Series, Mustafa Ali is going to face Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. I want to know your thoughts on it and just your early prediction on this shit. Do you think Buddy's going to retain Mustafa? So, yeah, let me go ahead and get your whole spill on it. Uh, I To be honest, man, I really don't know who's going to win it. Uh, I got to see the way they're going to build him up. Obviously, Buddy had a match this week, and he got the W over Mark Andrews. Um, Obviously, they're going to have a great match. Like, I'm not worried about the quality of the match. That's going to be a tear the house <laughs> down type of match. Like it always is. I mean, Mustafa, you, if you wrestle with Mustafa and you can't have a good match, you probably shouldn't be in the WWE. Right, right. Do you think it's going to get regulated to the pre-show? I I sure hope not. But I don't know. I mean, the way Gulak and Cedric Alexander fucked it up, I mean, I that would that would make me hesitant to put them on the main card. Yeah, true, so, true. So I can't blame them this time for it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I feel you on that one. But uh, I definitely did want to mention uh, – the Mark Andrews and Buddy Murphy match. Uh, obviously, last week, Mark Andrews beat Wolfgang. Shouldn't have beat him. Way bigger than Wolfgang's way bigger than him. Got the W. Goes up against Buddy Murphy. And uh, Buddy didn't look too, so strong in that match. If Mark Andrews was kind of making him look like a fool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Buddy got the W at the end. But Mark Andrews' is, his stock is rising at a rapid pace for me. He's not bad at all. I have nothing bad to say about the guy. I mean, I remember hearing about him when he was in Impact and shit, but I never really paid attention at that time. So, I mean, now to see him in WWE and my eyes are actually giving him attention, like, yeah, he's not bad at all. I have nothing bad to say about the kid at all, dude. And then, uh, yeah, the, as far as the Buddy Murphy match, like, I liked it. I really, I mean, I, I already assumed that it was going to be Buddy going over, of course, but just seeing the product in the ring though like that one spot where he spiked him on his fucking head and the way buddy sold it and just fell out the ring afterwards that yeah, was, yeah that was another one that yep. was that was dope like i like that so i mean yeah you know i mean buddy's great he's he's fucking great you know so i mean that was just an all-around good match possible future champion down the road or just another guy here on the scene hey i'm not gonna lie if 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 you're on three different products you're on nxt you're on NXT UK 205. I would not mind seeing seeing him go up against anybody right now. He is he has got me totally sold on him. Just because he's scrawny and short doesn't mean shit. Like right. he's he's getting it done ring work wise, and I don't care about your look. If your ring work's that good and you can have a great match with anybody, you're you're over in my book. Yeah, that's all. That's all it really takes for real. Like I'm I, I didn't know who Mark Andrews was. Well, I've heard of him, but I've never seen a match before. Maybe this week. I think I might have saw the. The cruiserweight or the UK champion or the UK tournament, I might have watched one matches. Yeah, but this this week, man, he's on my radar. He's a big <laughs> blip on my radar right now. Uh, and then also announced, but for next week, uh, Leo Rush versus Cedric Alexander. They're going to finally get to mix it up. I've been looking forward to that match since Leo debuted. I wanted a match between either those two or fucking him and Mustafa. So, uh, what do you think? Are we going to get another great match? Uh, I, I expect the match to be bar none. It's just, damn, is Cedric going to take another L? Because I don't, I don't see them giving Leo a, a loss right now with him being on Raw. I don't see it. So is Cedric going to take four straight Ls after 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 being damn near undefeated for a year? 
it's it's looking like that's the way it's going to roll out, man. Because like, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I don't see them making Leo lose. He has too much, you know, too much stock. Right, his stock's sky high right now. So it's like, yeah, I don't see it, man. But match wise, I'm very excited for that match. Like, come for as far as next week goes. Like that's like one of the only things I'm really looking forward to is just to see how they're going to do, man. I hope that I hope they give them a, a decent enough time. You know, and I hope that they're actually able just to get some crazy-ass spots off. You know, not the same shit that we see every week on 205 Live. Hopefully, they're able to cut loose a little bit, too, man. Because I think they could have a great match just based off the shit we've seen separately over this time frame. Yeah, I think that they could, man, that could possibly, we were looking at a potential possible fucking match of the year right here. Depending how they give them, you know, like what kind of space they give them. If they give them the leeway. But just think of it, though. The age of Alexander versus the 23 year old piece of gold the, that's perfect I'm, I, I was so happy when i saw the promo and then after his match he's like yeah i'm facing alexander next week i was like fuck yeah i was hype i was like all right cool i definitely fuck with it somebody's listening even if he loses he's gonna sell the fuck out of that lumbar check so it's like either way like it's gonna be fucking crucial he, he sold the shit out of it with uh in that big uh five-way match yeah yep, yeah yeah so i'm excited yeah it's gonna be you know, just don't pop up right away. That wouldn't be good. Gotta right. sell it. <laughs> Gotta sell it. Switching over to NXT UK, Danny Birch versus Pete Dunne for the NXT UK title. Can you give me your take on that? Instant classic. Um, a little upset Danny didn't win. I felt like that was the perfect guy to take the belt off him. Uh, but, you know, it didn't happen. It didn't come to fruition. Uh, I thought, but overall, though, Pete Dunne, just that, that joint manipulation, he was just doing it all match. And it's like, damn, dude, he was kind of pissing me off. Like, all right, Danny, come on. But uh, just overall, though, I mean, Danny Danny did good. I'm excited to see him. Hopefully he's still in – I don't know. I want to see Oni come over, but who knows. Um, overall, though, man, I mean, Pete Dunne's Pete Dunne. He's been having legendary matches for like two years now. So, Yeah. Like I said before, I got to say it again, man. I feel like they're really kind of fucking themselves a little bit with this, you know, Pete Dunn run, man. They're fucking themselves into a quarter. Like, he's dope. Like, so before I say what I'm about to say, it's it's nothing bad against him at all. Like, Pete's dope. Like, I have, you know, I see why they would put this much trust and stock into him. I see why. But like I said, you're you're making a problem for your guys themselves because it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? At some point, he has to lose the belt. You done made this guy look like he's unbeatable and shit. And even though some people have come close, some people have made him look like, oh, shit, this might be the match. Yep. You know what I mean? But it's like and you guys have nobody. So I wanted to ask you this. I should have said this, said this uh, while we were speaking about Buddy. But, you know, like obviously since he's been put on 205 Live, he's obviously had new life breathed into his career. Uh, he's obviously now currently Cruiserweight champion. But obviously at some point that's going to come to an end, yada, yada. Down the road, do you think that he should maybe just be moved to the UK brand so they can have some type of more star power from the home, from the home team instead of reaching out and trying to pillage from other places? Because he's already over, and I think he would be a good contender on UK. Uh, just because are we going to just let 205 Live be that man's ceiling? It's fine for right now. I, I'm not saying it even has to be this year or coming in 2019. Shit, we can technically hold off to the end of 2019 for real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But I kind of want to see Buddy go up to the main roster after this. That, but that's just my preference. I think, I think his move set's really good. I think his ring works really good. He has the look. Yeah. His, his mouthpiece isn't bad at all. No homo. Um, it's just 
25 uh, I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I could definitely see the UK loving him, and he could be a star over there. But me, personally, I'm selfish. I want him on the main roster. That's just me. Okay, I can I can see what you're saying. I'm just like, we need star power, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, we need something. I mean, fucking Neville wants to go be king of the junior weights, so it's like... It's <laughs> the exact like, same... It's the exact same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. That's why I, I'm losing respect for him, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's really... It's really hard for me to rock with you, dude. Like... Fucking like, king of the junior weights. It's the same shit. You're doing the same fucking thing, basically. You're just not working with fucking Enzo. You fucking cry, baby. He like, just wanted to be like, home. That's all I take I mean, okay, then you could have waited a couple more months, my nigga, and you could have been the star of the fucking UK brand. Yeah, it would be nice to see him against you, fucking Pete Dunne right now. You were a fucking a regular NXT champ. You could have went to the UK. And they and you could have that's they would have probably built that whole fucking brand around you probably you and Pete you guys probably would have been the centerpieces for that shit but no you want to go do this other bullshit that yeah people pay attention I'm not gonna sit there and act like nobody's watching obviously people do watch it but it's not as available as it should be and yeah. could be <clears throat> yeah so it's like you're just basically putting yourself in a fucking in a fucking bingo hall basically and not and that's not saying cuz these are nice places that they're going to but I mean basically in a sense that's what you're doing instead of being on a grand stage you're putting yourself in a bingo hall. And that's what I'm saying like so we can't expect Neville to come save the UK brand. Buddy Murphy may may not even be introduced to the UK brand at all during his career here in WWE so it's like what are we going to do? Who's who's going to be it? I mean Jack Gibbs Zach Gibson's the only one that's Fucking looking like, or at least you guys made him look like he's the guy that's going to be the one. Yeah. yeah. Like, shit, we need something. I want you guys to fucking succeed, but, man, it's going to be hard just relying on the fucking Mustache Mountain boys and shit. Like, it's going to be hard. No, I don't know his contract situation, so this is just strictly (laughs) my point of view. Um, Perfect fucking guy is Zach Sabre Jr. Perfect guy for the UK brand. Yeah, I don't know his contract status either, man, but I, I've never really paid attention to even, or even, you know, do my research to see how he feels about going to WWE. I, I mean, he did the Cruiserweight Classic, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he has had some type of working relationship with, him, with them, but, yeah, he's, he's somebody that they could look into, definitely. Perfect guy. They need something, man. That's that. It's just that shit really kind of worries me when I think about the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah, it's, and, it's the beginning, so I'm not expecting them to be hitting home runs every week. But it's like, come on, man. And uh, and this is no like dig at anybody on the UK roster. This has nothing to do with them. It's just you. If you have a brand, you need star power. Yeah. And to me, I mean, besides Pete Dunne. You got and, a bunch of local. That's it. You got a bunch of local heroes, basically. Yeah, that's like, all that's cool for them guys over there. The ones that are going to the tapings, that's cool for them because they've already been watching them on the indies and shit. So that's cool for them. But as far as like the you know national scale, like that's not good for the states. Like a lot of people ain't gonna be interested in everybody. Yeah. You know, like Wolfgang might get some fans. I remember when Dave Mastiff was in the fucking tournament and people were shitting on him, acting like he was trash. I mean, he's well, he's not a super fucking great wrestler, but he's not bad though. Yeah. I so that that just goes and shows you like everyone's not going to be rocking with everybody. So that's what I'm saying. We gonna need something. You guys want to pillage, you know, pillage for the right reason and get the right people, not just to do it because they got a slight buzz. Because there's plenty of people out there that y'all can be grabbing up. But, uh, yeah, that match, though, I, I thought it was pretty good, though, man. Like, uh, I didn't really expect Danny to win. Just uh, from my point of view, I feel like they're going to keep him and Uni together. You know, they are a good they are a good tag team, so I feel, like, I, I feel like they're not going to fucking break them up, or at least now for the time being. You know, I can see it maybe eventually Birch going heel on his ass or something, but 
as of the way things are standing now, I don't really see it happening. Like they're they're hot, they and they have great matches with basically anyone you throw them in the ring with. So it's just like, yeah, let's keep that little thing going for now. Uh, the next match I wanted to talk about was Tony Storm versus Dakota Kai. I'm a fan of both, so I mean, I had no hate towards anybody in this match, so I was interested in. And to me, I thought that was a pretty good match, man. Like. I don't want to sit here and say that the women, the NXT UK women haven't had no great matches since the brands debuted, but like that's one of the better ones, the best ones that they've had so far in these episodes to me. That's fair cuz uh like the the Isla Isla match was like 5 minutes. Yeah, um, you know, maybe some more time we could have, you know, had some more shit to digest, yeah, but, but given I, what we've been given, eh. the way Dakota Kai was booting the shit out of Tony was really <laughs> fucking interesting to me. <laughs> she was booting the shit out of her every chance she got. He was putting a foot in her face. Yeah, man. I'm just like, yeah, that was that was some shit. That was some shit, man. Like, one of them, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like the fact that they let Dakota do both. You know, but I'm just, I just be confused with the guidelines here. Like, you know, what, anybody can cross the stream here and, and go over there and, and fight for the women's championship? Because, I mean, I wouldn't mind, for, of course, first, I want Tony to get her run. And regardless if she wins or, or not. You know, she has a program. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, I, either one, man. Like, And then, of course, I, st- I, I like Isla Dunn. I like her. You know, I, I see her having potential to be a future NXT UK champion. I don't see it happening in the coming, coming months. And Probably sometime next year. Yeah, definitely. I can see in the middle of 2019 just giving her more time, give her some more matches, give her some different programs, and depending what all else they're going to do with this product, yeah, I could definitely see her being in the picture for sure. But as of right now, that's it, man. I'm kind of glad that they haven't been having a couple of women that were from the tournament. Like, I hate to keep saying this person's name because it seems like I got a vendetta against them. But, like, that Charlie Morgan chick, like, I'm glad we haven't seen her. And there's another chick that was, like, kind of horrible, and we haven't seen them since the tournament, and I'm glad. Because it's just like, yeah, because if that was going to be on the U.K. brand, like, oh, God, that was going to be hard for people to be watching. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't on the docket, but what, what are you thinking about? Uh, they're showing, you know, the little vignettes for Jenny. Do you think, you know, I mean, we haven't seen a match of hers, I don't think, since, what, maybe she did something for the tournament tapings or something a while back ago? But, like, as far as the brand, she's just been doing vignettes. Do you think that they're the way they're trying to build her, do you think that she's going to be a force to be reckoned with, or do you think she's just going to be another background character? Uh, I don't think she's going to be a force right away. No? But just, just because you already have Rhea, you got... Isla, you got Tony, you got Dakota Kai. They just can't just shoot her up there. She's not getting yeah. past anybody right away. But shit, I mean, she could definitely have a great match with a couple girls on there. I'd like to see it. But I mean, as far as getting a major push, I don't see that shit happening anytime soon. Yeah, I feel like the girl Nina Samuels got to get a little, yeah. get a little love first. Poor Nina. <laughs> what a great wrestler. She's has to suck. Like, yeah, you're pretty good, but you're gonna be a jobber today. <laughs> Uh, then the next match, uh, or the last match for UK I wanted to talk about was Kenny Williams versus Jordan Devlin. To me, I thought, that, once again, that was another good, on the guy side of things, That besides the Pete Dunn match, like, that was a good fucking match, man. Kenny Williams impressed me. I've seen him before, obviously. I think they had him do some shit on 205 Live. But um, he's pretty damn good. I think that's a good addition to have on the roster, but got to do something with him. We can't just see him every other week. You know, we got to keep some, you know, attention on these guys. But uh, did you have any anything on that match? Did you fuck with it at all? I, I was surprised to see it on the docket. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, to me, it wasn't like some crazy great match. It was decent. Yeah. Uh, I'm just more interested in seeing what they're doing with Jordan Devlin now. Yes. He's got a couple wins under his belt. You know, what's going to be? Is this the guy taking the belt off 
<laughs> off my boy or because you notice on commentary there's you know they kept playing it uh, playing it up about his attitude changed and you yeah. know, blah, blah, he's trying you know he's doing things differently now so it's like okay they're trying to obviously keep distancing him from finn, finn and they're yeah. trying to you know now they're letting him do the heel shit even more to distance them even more so it's like yeah that's why i mean just yeah i liked it <laughs> I, I i like his character and like i said the match itself wasn't bad like, like yeah was it a five star no no i don't mean it in that sense but I just thought both guys looked good, and then yeah, and I'm glad you said what you said because that was gonna be the next point I brought up. The guys would be just interested in Devlin. <laughs> uh, they, good job. Because <laughs> when I first watched him, the first uh, the first Cruiserweight Classic he was in, I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, just another clone. Like I wasn't <laughs> like trying to shit on him or nothing. Yeah. And yeah, the next one he lost, or the the UK tournament he lost quick, and I was like, okay. I was like, I thought he was gonna get a major push, but I guess not. And then now it's like now he got a couple wins under his belt. Are you gonna shit on him? Or are you gonna let him get his get his shine? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in it. I'm hoping you know he gets something. Man, get the, W's. The one thing I wanted to say about Kenny Williams though, he had one spot that I liked a lot. Not that it was like blow your mind crazy, but it was like a double dive to the outside where he like jumped through, held the ropes, like drop kicked him, and did the skin the cat over it, then mm-hmm. hit it back. I like that. Like that was kind of dope. Like that's why I was like, oh okay, like I kind of fuck with this kid. I, so yeah, I want to just give him his props on that. Like that that was cool. I liked it. I for sure wanted to mention that spot because you don't see that shit. No, okay. Good job, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dope. Man. And then I guess switching to the States version of UK or the NXT, uh, the only match I really wanted to talk about, I mean, if you have something afterwards, we can touch on it. But for me, the only one that stood out to me this week was the Lars versus uh, Velveteen Dream match. And lo and behold, Dream let him have a good match. Because I'm never really interested in Lars matches, and that's nothing against him. I, I don't hate the guy personally or nothing like that. But, like, I just, he's been always bland to me. But I made sure I watched it just because Dream was involved, and I was not disappointed. Uh, what did you think before I give my take? Like, what, what did you think of the match? Uh, can Dream have a bad match at I this point? So, at, at this point, I'm wondering why the fuck he hasn't been called up yet. Because <clears throat> Lars is the driest wrestler ever, and it was a great match. To great me. match. I'm not gonna say five star. No, but like, no, it was a great fucking match. possibly like, three, hey, three and a half. Like, hey. it was definitely good. Um, <laughs> he he made Lars look tough. Like he made Lars look like an unstoppable beast. Yeah, without without fucking himself too yeah. much in the process. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, yeah, perfectly, perfectly uh, done. Because I'm gonna be honest, if Lars would have lost that, or if uh, if if they'd have had Velveteen looking dumb out there, I'd have been mad as fuck. Like, no, <laughs> Vince is somehow meddling in this. But yeah, for me, I mean, a really good match. Um, it's it's. I'm glad to see Tomasa Ciampa's time's almost up. It's almost time to get that belt off him, and you can just tell the way he clutches the belt. He's like, yeah, I got my run. He's happy with it. So, that I mean, that's pretty much what I took out of it. I liked it. That it was kind of hard. I mean, hard-hitting. Dream be taking some shit, man. I just kind of – in a way, I kind of want him to tone it down a little bit because you're a young dude, and the way you work, you're going to be fucked up by the time you're 28, bro. 29, you're going to be fucked. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> Look at Jeff Hardy. He's still going hard as fuck, dog. Like, no, I all gas, no brakes. You do not stop your your Lars just, just like threw his ass into the apron like yeah yeah that shit like well, he felt like yeah that looked like that stung a little bit that's not all selling I don't think but that so, shit might 
hurt a little bit. So when when I saw that spot, he had like the kind of like the atomic drop set up, and I was like, oh shit, he's gonna drop him on the metal. Yeah. I was like, oh no, and then he dropped him on his back on the apron. I was like, oh fuck, that was worse, way worse. <laughs> I, I would have like, took the rail. I saw that. I was like, you know what? Shut out. That was that was nice because so, I had had me curved. I was like, oh shit, he's about to drop him on the metal. Yeah. He just turns around and drops him on the apron. I was like, all right, I like it. Man, now I don't know what they do with Lars, man. Like, I really, I feel bad for him because, like, I don't know. The most I see for him is, like, I don't see him going past North American, and you're not in line for it anytime soon. Like, that's just my personal take on it. Like, I know a lot of people probably won't agree with me on that, but, like, I don't see you being NXT champ, man. No, I, I, honestly. Even though you're more believable and more imposing than Ciampa, but I don't see it. I for for me Lars yeah it's kind of a dead end with him, like I mean he has like the the strength and the, and the look it's just for me he's just his mouthpiece isn't good he his ring work's not there yet he needs somebody great to have a great match with, um, I, to me honestly and this is this is the only thing I could think for him at the time is Monday Night Raw coming to attack Braun, that's the only person I could see him really. <laughs> Just to give him a push, like, what are you going to do with him on NXT? There's too many stars. It is too loaded. He is nowhere near a belt right now. And you know they're just going to keep bringing in more people, so he's just yeah. going to fall and even further to the wayside. That, so it's just like, dude, yeah. That's the really bad thing about That's the only bad thing about NXT is the stars are coming in fast. So you you, you got to build these guys so fast. It's only a one-hour show, so nobody's – 70% of the roster is not even going to make, make TV. Obviously, you're doing your live shows. You're still getting your work in, but – as far as TV wise, like Lars, I'm I'm not putting him on TV over EC3 or Velveteen or anybody, anybody for that matter. Keith Lee, yeah, Matt yeah, Riddle, definitely, yeah, definitely with the additions of Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, like, yeah, they definitely getting burned over you, buddy. And, <laughs> and Punisher hasn't even debuted yet. Come on, see, I'm, man. Inter- I'm interested in him, man. Like, I wasn't, uh, he wasn't on my radar at all, but I'm really interested in seeing what that guy is gonna do. Like, I don't, I know zero about him, so I'm gonna be going into that shit with fresh eyes. Like, I've never, I don't even know what his fucking finisher is. So, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> so I've, yeah, I've, I've been seeing him on the internet for a couple years now, and I've like always like made a mental note, like, all right. Next time I get a chance, I'm gonna watch this guy, and I've seen a couple of his matches, and from 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 what I'm getting online, they're basically saying he's a a better Baron Corbin. So damn Corbin, you finna be up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- so basically, that's what I got from it. Um, I'm excited to see him debut. Uh, a little pissed Matt Riddle didn't have a match this week because you need to keep that man on TV. He is money. Yeah, I mean they did that little backstage segment, but, but that's they just not replayed enough for it. me. Yeah, it's not enough for me. I wish NXT would chill with all these replays and and shit like that, though, because they are, you know, like how you just mentioned, with it being only an hour, you're taking away so much valuable time just to show us shit that we already know, show us shit that you guys show or, you know, post on your Twitter accounts and your social media shit. Like, come on, man. That, we don't need constant reminders. We're that, aware. We, we're loyal fans. Yeah. We watch this shit. That, that, that's what really pisses me off is they're starting to become more like Raw and SmackDown with that shit. If, if somebody's watching NXT, that's because they love NXT. It's not on TV. It's not just, you know, we're flipping through the channels. NXT's on tonight. No, they're going to the network and purposely watching that shit. That's so, the only main reason I have the network. I can't say it's even fully for the pay-per-views. That's just a little added bonus. I get, I have the, the fucking network basically strictly for NXT and yeah. now NXT UK. Yeah. So, I mean, 205 yeah. Live was a nice little added bonus, you know, because that shit came later. But, like, yeah, it was after I found uh, NXT when I first got the network, I'm like, yeah, I'm on this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, shit. 
Yeah, man. Uh, but to go doubling back to Lars, though, I, I don't know. He's not super horrible, but it's just like I, everything down to your ring gear is bland. Hey, at least he got Lars on yeah, the back yeah, now. Yeah, he has Lars in the back now. I saw that. He's trying to give him a little, you know, flair and shit. Looks looks like somebody duct taped that shit on the back, dog. <laughs> I was like, for real, y'all can't even get it stitched in? Right. You know damn well you got people backstage that do this shit. Nobody can hook my mans up with some proper stitching. This, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that he didn't bring that up with nobody on NXT. He's like, fuck it. I got some duct tape. Let's do it. <laughs> Man, I guess the other thing we could talk about is the whole. Well, how did you feel about Johnny Gargano's explanation for why he did what he did? I I'm gonna be real. I'm totally uninterested in this whole fucking thing. I'm glad because I'm the same way. I for okay, John. Oh my God, you're becoming bad. Okay, like Johnny's to me his NXT career is dead. It's done. Yeah. It's been done. He should have been on 205 Live. But no, we're just going to keep fucking poking around Johnny on because he's over with the crowd. And let that man go to 205 Live and has a great matches, man. Because at this point, man, I'm, I'm just so thoroughly just over Johnny. Like, I, like he's a great wrestler and all, and he has five-star matches under his belt. It's just in NXT, man, there's too many stars, and you really you are just taking up time for people that need that time. To keep doing the same shit. The exact same now, fucking Now, if you thing, were able man. to be having different programs, I'd probably be open to him staying on NXT. But, like, if this is all it's going to be is just him and Ciampa, I'm straight. Like, we done had this shit going on for over a year now. It feels like forever, dude. This shit feels like, uh, like God damn, how long have we been going on with this feud? It's over. I'm done. I'm tired. It done led to Ciampa being fucking champion. Like, let's get this fucking belt off him. And now y'all got two choices. Y'all can either reunite a heel DIY or fucking move Gargano to fucking 205 Live. That's your two options. I'd I'd, I'd like to see 205 Live for Johnny, and I'd put fucking Ciampa on the UK brand. Yeah, I, yeah, he could maybe have more success over there, to be quite honest. Like, I, I, wouldn't, be, shit, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be against seeing him over there. But as far as NXT... That's another reason it's not like, oh, I hate him because he's such a great heel. No, he's not a great heel to me. You're fucking boring, and there's more interesting people on this brand. Like, that's why I don't fuck with your character. You're a waste of time to me when we got so many other great characters going on. UK, they need people. <laughs> they need people, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he could probably get off over there. I mean, who knows? I don't really know off the top of my head who he could have some great matches with or if he could even have any five-star matches with anybody over there besides Pete Dunne. Uh, or... I'd, I'd like to see him and uh, him and Jordan Devlin go at it. Mm, yeah, that'd probably be a good one, too. I didn't even think about that shit. And we just talked about Devlin, too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that shit. Yeah, I'd like to see him and Jordan Devlin go at it because I just want to see Devlin get uh, wrestled with more WWE wrestlers instead of people that are from the U.K., like, just to see how he does yeah. against them, because obviously your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because obviously he's he's not a bad he's a, he's a good wrestler. I I fuck with him. It's just I kind of want to see him wrestle the WWE style against WWE guys and see how successful he's going to be. I can feel you on that. Uh, yeah, for me, I think that was basically all I really wanted to touch on, man. This week, to me, I mean, as as many other weeks before this, there wasn't too much really going on. I didn't watch Raw. I, that's all I had from SmackDown, and I, I didn't have a problem with SmackDown. It's just like the same shit, you know. Obviously, they're still playing on the Miz and yeah. Daniel Bryan shit, hyping that up still. So I mean, it wasn't too much, but it wasn't a bad week. So I don't want to give that wrong impression. But yeah, that's all I really had. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess we could talk about. Uh, I kind of wanted to men- just mention, not like oh, a long shit, conversation, we, shit, just we got some time, sure. the Survivor Series rosters. 
Like it's I the same fucking a, people. Really? Because I haven't even paid, a, like I said, I haven't even paid attention really to, I mean, I know they've been advertising and shit. Like I know that Brian and Miz are co-captains or whatever, but like as far as like who's on what team, I have not paid attention. Yeah, it's, uh, for Raw, they're going to have, it's supposed to be Dolph, um, <clears throat> McIntyre, uh, I think Braun, Braun on it, if I'm not mistaken, because obviously Brock's going to be facing AJ. Yeah. And then there's two empty spots, I think. And then SmackDown, it's going to be Mids, Brian, uh, I think Samoa, and then uh, a couple other people. But I just, I just, oh, Ray, and then uh, Ray, and then one other person. But I just felt like the rosters are just like, okay, we've been seeing them have matches for the past four or five months. Can we switch it up? I, I, I would just like for Raw and SmackDown to quit being so fucking predictable and bland. It's the same shit every week. That's all I want. Just new new fresh shit every week like the NXT does. That's all I want. Yeah, I can agree with that. Motherfuckers completely ignored the fact that we got the same main event on Raw for damn near a month straight where it was the fucking Shield versus Braun and Dolph and Drew. We had that match for three, if not four fucking weeks in a row, plus on a pay-per-view. Yeah, and then, and then on a pay-per-view. So it's just like, yeah, like we got too much going on. Y'all repeating matches, and technically there's no reason for any match to be getting repeated right now. Even if you don't have a program with somebody between two people, they can still have a fucking match. Or at least that's how it used to be. You didn't have to keep facing the person that you're feuding with or got a problem with. And and I really thought that shit's supposed to reserve, be reserved strictly for the main title. Like, strictly for, like, if you're going to be repeating shit, strictly for the main title. Yeah, not- you would think. I mean, at least, like, yeah, that makes more sense. But, I mean, when it's happening for every damn feud. Where Literally gonna- every feud. Every guy is going to be facing the same person or, you know, or if it's a tag team situation, we're going to have one member fucking uh, m- accompanied m- with their tag partner to their like, come on, man. Miz and Daniel Bryan are fucking months straight. Uh, Jeff and fucking Orton and Nakamura are months straight. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just bland to me, dude. And like, I'm sorry, man. It's, it's time to get rid of Ron Smackdown and just strictly do NXT and NXT UK. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm slowly getting to that point, too, man. Like, it's just it's the same shit. Un- un- unless, I don't know, man. I, I, I almost fuck around and filled out an app for the WWE because I uh, tweeted out a link. Yeah, and I, I looked about at it. And I was like, too. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it like, yeah, y'all do need writers, don't you? Badly, God <laughs> badly. Damn. Yeah, I, I saw that same shit. Like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> are you willing to relocate? I'm not too sure, but <laughs> hmm, <laughs> just thinking about it. something to think about. Shit, I was like, man, y'all ain't y'all ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. I mean. That's pretty much all I have for the week. For sure, for sure. Uh, Well, it looks like that's all we're going to have for y'all this week. We'll be back next Friday with some more shit talking for y'all. But until then, we're going to holler at y'all good people. All right, guys. (laughs) 